start with the basics. Somebody comes to you, they have a charitable intent, and maybe Wycliffe is, is, is one of them, and they've got a highly appreciated asset. I don't know what it is. Call it a piece of real estate or stock or whatever. How would you go about constructing a case for that person? Oh, great question. Yeah, I mean, part of what I do, first of all, is just to listen to what people want to want to accomplish and why, and then I can hopefully show them the how. Uh, and in, in what you describe as a scenario, typically it comes down to they've got a highly appreciated asset, be it real estate or, say, a, some securities that are appreciated. Perhaps the return is not what they want it to be, 1% or 2% maybe. Well, one strategy we may talk about with those folks is what we call retirement unit trust, where we say, take all a part of that asset and put it into a special charitable trust uh, that can pay you income for your lifetime. Now, the, the really neat part of this planning strategy is because it's a charitable trust, uh, they will not pay any of the capital gain taxes on the appreciation. As you know, if a, a person sells an appreciated asset, they're probably facing two, maybe three levels of taxation. There's the federal capital gain taxes. Uh, depending on the state in which you live, there's a state capital gain tax. And then we have the thing called the Affordable Care uh, or Obamacare tax on appreciation. Right, so, right. Um, you know, so, you know, why, why, you know, you want to move the asset, but you can avoid spending 25, 30% taxes by, by put, using a special trust. You, you preserve the principal. And then uh, once the asset's in the trust, it can be sold and reinvested, but, you know, keeping that principal completely intact for, for a greater income. Um, and then, and, and so we wouldn't say put everything in there, but it may be part of an overall retirement plan where you have this charitable component. Um, some other benefits of the plan is in addition to the, the lifetime income, uh, you get an income tax deduction because when the last income beneficiary passes away, the remaining principal goes to the charities you decide want to receive the principal of that trust at, at, at the passing there. So you get an income tax deduction as well. It's kind of like the government's paying you to do this. Which is always nice. Um, Mike, I have a question. What, uh, as, as far as once you switch it over into the trust, you know, what are the investment options? I mean, do you have uh, you know, kind of flexibility on what you can invest, or is it, is it already preset? You know, give a little uh, description on that, please. Oh, no, great question. Uh, it really, it, it depends upon the person setting up the trust, uh, because they're going to choose who the trustee the trust can be. It could be themselves. It could be a trust company. It could be a... Uh, an investment advisor, so there's lots of flexibility there as to how the uh, the trust is managed and invested. Uh, there are some federal rules which I won't get into. You can't get into anything super risky. I mean, within reason, you got to keep a pretty you know standard type of investment portfolio. But a lot of flexibility. The idea is you want to preserve the principal and produce enough net return every year to to, to pay out the income to the beneficiaries. <laughs> 